Welcome to another podcast. Today we're going to talk about those uh, weird kettlebells that you see in your gym, or as a lot of people will call them, kettleballs. Um, let's first talk about what it is. What's great about them? Uh, kettlebells are incredibly dynamic. But they allow for ballistic movement. They're a little more unconventional, a little awkward to lift. Um, it allows for a lot of different body types. And truthfully, the two-handed kettlebell swing is a game changer uh, as much as a squat might be. So what's not so good on it? It's almost the same list. It's ballistic, it's awkward, and it takes a lot of practice. So a warning here, guys, before you start kettlebell uh kettlebell training, make sure you don't have any aches or pains in your low back. Uh, have those things checked out before you start swinging or swing away or make sure you see a professional, work with a trainer or check out any of my coaching series. It'll help you guys out to make sure you're on the right track to doing these movements correctly. So do you need them? I say yes, along with a few other body weight movements. It might be all you need depending on your goals. Uh, the origins of the kettlebell go back to Russia about 350 years ago. That's why it kind of looks the way it does. It really served as a handled counterweight for weighing goods. Um, and for entertainment, guys used to start throwing them around. And then later they evolved into, into weightlifting and more competitive weightlifting. Now it's pretty much a national sport in, in Russia and seeing a significant resurgence. There are two types of kettlebells that you'll see. The difference between a comp kept competition kettlebell and a traditional cast iron kettlebell are pretty obvious. What I keep in my facility are traditional cast iron kettlebells. Those increase in size as the weight goes up and also the handle changes in size as it goes up as well as in the height. A competition kettlebell remains consistent in its size and handle regardless of the weight for obvious reasons if you're competing you don't want to give you don't want to punish an athlete because they're lifting more resistance uh, conversely the same make it easier for an athlete or harder for an athlete to reach down lower okay so this podcast is really about what you should do with them if you have the big thing here is if you haven't really worked on them or you're struggling to know what to put them into your program with and so I came up with four things that I like to teach every client to do with the kettlebell. But this doesn't mean there's a ton of great movements to do it. But number one, the deadlift. The first way I teach to deadlift is usually with a kettlebell. It's simplicity, um, the big handle allows you, uh, an individual to step right up and line up their center of gravity with the kettlebell. Now usually this means they're doing kind of a sumo stance or wide stance kettlebell. The toes are pointed out. They drop their hips in center of gravity and reach down and grab the handle. And so it's a great teaching tool for this. And since kettlebells can, the lightest one I use is 18 pounds in our facility. Most, most adults can start off deadlifting day one, where sometimes even with an aluminum training bar, which I usually keep, which is 15 plus a two 10-pound training plates, a 35-pound deadlift might be tough for someone uh, to start working out with. The second movement that I really teach almost every client with a kettlebell is the Turkish sit-up. Now, I kind of morph that name if you lift a lot, you'll think, Turkish sit-up, what's that? It, this is just the first part of the get-up. So the Turkish sit-up is, 
can confuse a lot of people, but it's basically a sit-up variation with a little rotation. You're going to start off laying down, bending uh, one knee and holding the weight over the chest in the same arm. From here, you extend the weight up as if you're pushing it directly to the ceiling by rocking onto the non-supported non elbow and then extending the arm, finishing with the chest-up position. The Turkish sit-up is a great way to get lots of different fibers of the midsection trained or the abs, um, involve internal and external obliques, as well as work on some postural alignment and stabilization through the shoulder blade. So it gives you a lot of bang for your buck. And it's incredibly easy on people, even if they have an existing low back issue, to do abdominal work. If you have an existing back issue, you should see a doctor, but this is a great pace to start. And you can do this without, body, without the use of the kettlebell. I like using the kettlebell here because it locks the weight into the back of the arm and the wrist. So it's really easy for people to visualize pushing it and keep it in line to the ceiling. Now the third movement that I like to do with the kettlebell that I teach everyone is a two-handed kettlebell swing. Now this one can be incredibly tricky to learn. But if you keep it simple, guys, I like to use a visual with my guys when they start swinging this so that they get away from squatting and then using their arms. I try to think the visual of – I have built a huge wall behind you and you're going to take this weight and you have to generate force to throw it over the wall. And naturally, people will start to use hip drive to try to get that kettlebell to come up as if they're going to swing and throw it over, over that wall. If you're squatting – and then coming up and using your arms, or if you're feeling significant shoulder fatigue when you kettlebell swing, there's a good chance you're, using, you're not using enough leg work. And on a side note, with this two-handed kettlebell swing, generally I only teach it to about chest, chest height, maybe chin height, because you're getting a lot of benefit even in that swing without the risk that I've seen people take with a complete overhead position. Now, if you're a competitive crossfitter or a competitive kettlebell uh, uh, competitor, you're going to have to go directly overhead. But for most people, you can do a two-handed kettlebell swing just to chest height for high volume um, and get a significant results for the glutes, uh, hamstrings, the whole posterior chain, which is really from the neck down to the heels, um, from the back of the body. The last movement that I like to use is the, a one-arm overhead press. And I like to use the kettlebell here as well because it allows us to get in alignment in a position where it tends to slightly externally rotate. So it kind of helps that if someone has a little bit of tightness in their shoulder, the kettlebell being held behind the wrist is going to allow that wrist and elbow alignment to improve as you're pushing overhead. And it does phenomenal things for uh, your obliques on the opposing side. So the, the four movements were the deadlift, the Turkish sit-up, um, the two-handed kettlebell swing, and the one-arm overhead press with the kettlebell. The last one that I actually want to add to this, that's a bonus, is a goblet squat. Now I have a lot of guys, I, on my last podcast I talked about squat forms, um, and a lot of guys can't front squat and they can't zercher squat just because maybe they don't have enough absolute strength or it's really uncomfortable. Uh, I can actually teach quite a few people to do a goblet squat. This is where you hold the kettlebell high and in front of the body with both hands holding onto the handle from the side, maybe slightly on top of it, depending on the person. And from here, they can practice a variation of a squat. Or they call it a goblet squat as if you're holding a, a goblet of something. But it's a great form of squat that allows you to work some stabilization through the arms, 
uh, through the core and still get that front squat benefit and descend into the hole, get deep into the uh, mobility of the squat. So those are, those are my kettlebell movements, guys. Go out there and practice them if you guys need help. My coaching series um, covers a lot of these movements, and I can take you by the hand on what, some one-on-one training and teach you them as well. Thanks a lot.